Hello everyone, my name is Phil Friend and a very warm welcome to the latest Gear, Gadgets and Gizmos podcast in association with RIDC, the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers. This is the place where disabled people and their supporters talk about the stuff they use to get around some of the barriers their disabilities throw at them. And I'm delighted today to have as my guest Simon Minty. I think everybody's heard of Simon. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you and I know each other for a while, so yeah, thank you. Um, Simon, the general drift of this show is to just discuss with colleagues like yourself the kinds of things they use to overcome any sort of barriers they meet because of their impairments and so on. So let's kick off with first your impairment. Uh, I am of short stature, so I am about three foot ten or one metre twenty centimetres. Uh, I have a form of dwarfism. Uh, and as a result, I have limited reach and limited mobility. Uh, that's the essence of it. Okay. So the idea would be there may be one, two or three things that you use that really help overcome the issues that you face as a result of the impairments you've got. So what would be the first thing that you would you couldn't do without? Oh, because I want to say a mask because the biggest thing is people's reacting to me but that's not your point of your question what can i not do without probably my mobility scooter now uh it's not high tech but it is great and so i started using that about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and i have a deep affection for it because i can do a little bit of walking but when it comes to distance i need the scooter when i go traveling i need the scooter but i love it because it allows me to do it does it it have particular i mean you chose i know because i know you you chose that scooter very carefully so what kind of features does a scooter have? So I have to have one that fits me first and foremost. So it's a standard scooter, but I am using the same seat. So I had four different scooters, but kept the same seat all the way through. Right. Because the new seats are heavy and I can't hold them. This one I've got doesn't have any arms. I've had the pole sawed, so it's cut to a lower level. Right. So my feet just rest. Um, there's certain elements about not being too high and too heavy, it's a regular one, but just little tweaks on it. And you travel all over the world. You yeah. fly with it. Yeah. Any issues? That, I mean, that was clearly an issue for you, making sure... Hit and fits. miss. Hit and miss. Uh, I'm just about to go away soon, and I went online to two airlines, and I told them what I needed, did it online, took me 10 minutes. Previously, you used to have to phone up and tell them for an hour. So, yeah, and it's getting better. I mean, it, it, certain countries are a bit backward, but um, it's improving. Do we know the name of the scooter? Yeah, it's a Go Go Elite Traveller Plus, I think. Okay. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, or I'll look it up before. One of the useful bits, if I was buying a scooter and giving you a recommendation, this has sort of wrap-around handlebars. So if you travel a lot and you've got a sort of push-pull lever, there is a fair chance that will get broken or snapped or broken um, because of yeah. handlers. Yeah. Or, but this wrap-around handlebar protects it. Brilliant. So it's sturdy. This one I've had four and a half years, which is I've never had one that long before. So it's really done new service. Yeah. Second thing on your list, maybe not as crucial as your scooter, but really still an important piece of kit or gadget or something. Uh, it's obvious, I think. I, our mutual friend Dave Bonnet, who's an architect and designer, he always said, I must come round to your house, Simon, because I just can't wait to see how you've adapted it. And I said, <laughs> you'll be really disappointed, Dave. It's not adapted. Now... One day I will have a kitchen that fits me, and I'm looking forward to that. At the moment, I use step stools, and I have three different types. I have a 
shortish one, which is just Ikea, and I rest my feet on it, which I'm doing right now. Uh, it's a kickabout one. I have a slightly taller one, so when I want to reach cupboards, and I just climb up on that. And I also have my fold-away one, which is the one I travel with. And that was a an admittance, because I used to think I don't need it. And then two things happened. I got older, and I got a bit heavier. So I can't just jump up onto any counter anymore. I need support. So my foldable scoot, uh, foldable step stool is critical. Right. I also use it when I'm playing boccia because I'm an athlete. Of course you are. I've got I'm going to ask you about your medals. So it doubles up. You have to sit down when you play boccia. So I sit on my step stool for that. And Where I'm, did you buy that from? Is that easily... T- Oh, yeah, 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 they're everywhere. They're absolutely... It's the ones with the little bobbles on the top. That You can get them for £6 in any oh, shop. They I've collapse. Got, I've got one for my caravan, my motorhome. This, my wife uses it to get in the motorhome. I'm very attached to this one because my friends Liz and Joe bought it for me and we were in Hawaii of all places. So it's bright green. It's a lime green. I'd have never have chosen it, but because it's from <laughs> them, I like it. Um, but you can get them everywhere. Okay, so we, we can... We can um, it doesn't have any particular name. It's just a foldaway. It's a footstool. Mm. Yeah. But it is of some height. I reckon it's 35, 40 centimetres. So um, are each of the schools different heights? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that's item number two. What about item number three? How many can I have? We'll do three and see how we're getting on. Okay. The one I'm not going to mention. Bonus. might give you a bonus. The one I'm going to mention is the iPhone because I think everyone mentions it. It is critical. The one that's crept up on me and I do use, but nobody knows until now, is, <laughs> I think it's called a sock something. Uh, essentially, it stops you having to bend over to take your socks off. Ah. So I have a very, well, there's two things. I have a very long foot shoehorn. Yes. So when I put shoes on, this is really long. I mean, yeah. it's 40, 50 centimetres. That makes my life easier because I just slide my feet in. Yeah. And this sock thing I rather like it so you finish your day you're taking your uh, trousers or your socks and this thing just hooks along and it's a it's just a piece of wood with a kind of hook on the end you put it in the side of your socks you're looking at me as though you've never seen this I'm just blown away by the idea of this oh and then you just it just pulls your socks off you just push it down do you slide it inside the sock on your leg yeah on the edge of your sock right yeah so you slide it down your leg yeah and it's smooth. You don't want to get scratched when you. <laughs> I put some body lotion on it. Of so course, to, you do, of course. Yeah, you keep me fresh. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though. I mean, it's only it's a plasticated hook. Yeah. And how does it actually grip the sock to push it down? Then? Well, it does because if you imagine it's like a U shape. So one part of it goes inside the sock next to your leg, and the other part stays outside. So just as you push it ah, down, it, it has to move as right. long as you're pushing down. So a bit like putting your forefinger and your index finger. You could say that. That and pushing it down. I could do this, and I grew up always taking my own socks off. You know, sometimes I even just got my sweatpants. We got elasticated bottoms. Yes. And, you use it for that. There's no shortage of things you can use. <laughs> if you're really good, you can spin the socks in the air and then flick it into your waist, uh, your laundry basket. Uh, <laughs> I don't do that. I bought this pre-hip surgery thinking when I'm recovering from my hip surgery, I will need it because I won't be able yeah. to bend down. Yeah. I could bend down and the doctor said, fine. I just like it. Uh, it's easy. It's com- it easy, easy. Exactly. I don't travel with it. It's not got to the point that it's that essential. But I like it at home. Okay. So, okay, well, that was intriguing. So let's go for a fourth then. We'll allow you a fourth. I mean, it has to be the iPhone or any smartphone in that sense. I just happen to use it. 
just the... What do you use it for that helps with your impairment? Other than all the usual things that we know smartphones can do for us. Okay, there are certain apps that uh, I'm trying to think, but I'm not really good. City Mapper is one. So when I'm abroad, it will tell me the routes that I need to go and how to get around. Right. Google Maps now has step-free access as well. Okay, maybe it's not specific. Oh, okay, I'm jumping. Things like Uber. Yeah. Uh, I've become a fan of Uber. Now, I know there's lots of problems in so many levels. However, as a, a feature, something that makes my life easier, I can travel and I can know that there'll be a car that will come and get me and they're not going to be weird about it and I can see them where they're coming. So it's the access that my phone gives me to these variety of sources of information that just give me the confidence to do things that I might not do otherwise. So it's not necessarily the smartphone itself, but the apps that you can stick on it. It's the information it gives me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should have been a bit more specific, but it is that ability to find out all I need to know before I go anywhere that just allows me to be a bit more confident. And you're using two specifically. One is for taxi services like Uber, and the other is when you travel to a city to use the map-finding capabilities to get you about. Yes. Step Uh, three, particularly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I've started using all the airline apps, which I never used to use. I was always worried about them. And I realise, when I say worried, I'm not giving too much information. I don't want everyone to have my mobile number. But I use all of them now, and I know it's not disability-related, really, but the fact that they just message me and send me boarding passes, I can update things about mobility all through the app. It just is just easier. It's just so much easier. But I appreciate it's not disability-specific. No, but um, we allow it. It's a bit like Desert Island Discs. You know, we can allow you complete <laughs> works of whatever. Thank you very much, Simon. That was really helpful. So... Um, Everybody, I will post uh, the show notes. I'll put the various things that Simon's mentioned on there so that you can look these things up uh, for your own entertainment and delight. And I look forward to speaking to you again next time. So take care. Thank you for listening, everyone. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're a disabled person and want to appear on the show so you can share your thoughts and ideas about the gear, gadgets and gizmos you use, drop me a line. My email address is brinkburn at gmail.com Or you can call Chris Lofthouse at RIDC on 020-7427-2460. Thanks once again and I look forward to you joining me for the next edition of Gear, Gadgets and Gizmos.